What's going on, Golf Addicts? DB here with another live best ball draft on Underdog for the PJ Tour season long, which starts at the Waste Management next week. So you got to get it in. The $10 contest, actually the second $10 contest that Underdog has put up, is about to fill the $100 contest, showing some overlay right now. We'll see how many people jump into that one. I've got some tips, some tricks. I want to talk about one in particular that I've not talked about yet. I'm going to give you that in just a second. Then I'm going to share my screen, get into the Underdog best ball draft. Listen, um, Anytime I do this live, I always screw it up because I'm trying to talk and tell you something and then I panic pick. It's a bad thing. Um, so we're going to talk about some tips and tricks to hopefully get me set up for success as well as you set up for success. Here's the thing. There are a number of different approaches you could take to, to drafting the season-long best ball league. And let me just say this too. If you've not dipped your toe in the underdog best ball uh, waters and you maybe you've only played the pick'em side or you haven't gotten in there at all, the best ball side to me is so much fun. It's the most fun. We all love drafting players, and that's what—that's the the itch that best ball on underdog scratches, and they are the best company doing it right now, I guarantee you. So you can draft a season-long team, sit back. You don't have to manage your teams and, and just let the tour play out. Uh, if you do multiple drafts, I love that underdog shows you your player exposure so you know how many guys, you know, how, how, how many lineups you're getting guys into and who you're overexposed to, underexposed to, who to pull for during the PGA Tour season as you move along and hopefully advance segment to segment. Now, I'm not going to get into all the rules and all the different things because I want to give you the hard-hitting stuff. You do need to dive in and really understand the rules. Um, to me, the scoring really rewards birdies and eagles and just scoring in general. Uh, there's a couple of scoring nuances that me and the, the guys in the Discord help figure out. Um, that I won't get all, I won't bore you with and get into the weeds, but there, there are some key things to know about how this thing's set up. Here's the big one I want to give you. And I want to share my screen. Uh, let's, let's look at underdog here. Here's one that I've not talked about yet in terms of a tip or a trick. And maybe I'm overthinking this, but this is something I want to talk about. Obviously now I've, I've done like 40 of these. So, um, it's, it's, it's all starting to blur together here, but so you've got to make sure you select the season long in the dropdown and not a daily. Uh, situation so season long this is the second ten dollar uh scramble that they've put up and it is almost full um it is 87.2 percent full the hundred dollar entry is only 47 and a half percent full so we'll see if the if the hundred dollar players start really eating up some entries here in the next few days but here's what i want to show you you got to understand the segmentation of this. So round advancement, two, six, three, 10, one, six, one, six through or through whatever. You've got to be able to get through these, these segments. Right. And I think there's something to that when it comes to thinking about your player pool. Uh, I'm going to stop sharing for a second. Segment one, like I said, starts at the waste management. Then you have Genesis, the Mexico open at Vedanta, Honda or whatever it is now, like Corazon Classic or something. I don't even know. It's the Honda. You've got the Florida Swing, Bay Hill, and the players. That's the first segment. So you've got six tournaments, and all six of those tournaments, pretty popular. You're going to have a lot of studs playing in those tournaments. Waste Management, Genesis, uh, Bay Hill's signature event, Genesis signature event, the players, obviously, the marquee event. So if you draft just based off like ADP, and let me just pick the studs, you're going to have a lot of players playing in segment one. However, segment two, so, so I think it's, it's going to be you know, the, the first cut in terms of 
you know, underdogs starting to eliminate lineups is going to happen after the players. And you're either going to know whether you're advancing or you're done in that particular contest or draft. Segment two is where I think it's going to be interesting. If you can advance out of segment two, you're going to be looking, looking good. Segment two only has one big event, and that's the Masters. There's only four events in segment two. It goes Valspar, which is the last event of the Florida Swing at Copperhead Innisbrook, Houston at Memorial Park, Valero at TPC San Antonio, and then the Masters. So you've got the last event of the Florida Swing, two Texas events right before Augusta and the Masters. Advancing from there, in the next segment, again, you're going to have a ton of studs playing because it's only four events. You've got the Heritage, which is a signature event, the Byron Nelson, which is not, the Wells Fargo, which is a signature event, and then the PGA Championship, another major. I think segment two is very critical. Those four events. If you can get guys who are going to play in segment two, and you can go into segment two, advancing out of segment one, go into segment two with out of your 10 guys having a greater number of, of guys playing those events, giving you better odds to have a better best ball score, that is going to be an advantage. So what I did is I went back and looked historically at guys who have a lot of rounds, especially in the last five years, at Valspar, at Houston, at San Antonio, those three events before the Masters. And I've got a couple of names here. And you know what? Let me just toss these out while I can because I, I don't want to forget these while I'm drafting and screw something up. So it's, this draft strategy thing is critical because here's the thing. The Valspar, the Valero, the Byron Nelson count just like the majors. That's a mistake people are, people are making. They're, they're, they're counting the majors and the signature events as bigger deals in best ball when they're really, they're actually not. They count the same. So if you have a ton of guys racking up points for your team in the Valero, that's just as good as having a bunch of guys rack up points at the Masters in terms of scoring for underdog. So I think you have an edge if you target some of these players, and a lot of them you can get in the mid to late rounds. Their ADPs are going to be worse than what you see on the screen. But if you target these players, they're more likely, based on past history, do we know if these guys are going to keep playing these events? No, we don't. Obviously, the PJ Tour schedule is different this year. These guys might want to you know, take, take the week off or they normally don't. So it's not guaranteed. But historically, looking at guys who have played in at least two of those three tournaments, okay? Again, Valspar in the Florida Swing, uh, Houston at Memorial Park in Texas, and San Antonio for the, for the Valero right before Augusta. Looking at just those three events, here are some names that I think are interesting. These are not all the names, but these are some names that play in at least two of those at a pretty good clip over the last five years, Lucas Glover, Kucher, Scott Stallings, Nick Taylor, Sam Burns, Denny McCarthy, and Luke List. Those seven players, all guys who play at least two of those tournaments every single year for the last five years or so. And I think those guys have to be targeted. So the way I've been approaching most drafts is the first three rounds. And you're going to see this. The first three rounds, I am heavily targeting the, the studs. Like, I'm going to get the studs. I'm going to get some, some of the best players. In those middle rounds, I am willing to reach on a player to get a guy who's going to play a bunch of golf so I know I've got him starting out of my 10 and I can, I can have more starters each week than the rest of the guys in my, in my division. And, and guys I'm targeting who are going to fall in this category to get me through segment two. So, so that's, that's what I'm doing. In the beginning of the best ball draft season, I was targeting live players. Uh, I was trying to get at least one live player on my team. But when you start to realize that the Valero counts as much as the Masters and the PGA and the U.S. Open, you start to go, is it really worth it? 
that I mean, if you don't get it out of se- if you don't get out of segment one, you're not going to have any live players give you any points. None. They're not playing. So, and then in segment two, a critical segment to get out of your only your live player is only counting for one event. That's the Masters. So I, I actually don't. I, I've not drafted live players in the last couple of weeks at all. I'm just leaving them, and I know it's tempting, but I'm leaving them. Corn Ferry Tour rookies now, or Corn Ferry Tour graduates now, PGA Tour rookies. I did target a, a handful of those guys in the beginning. I might target them now, but I might not. I don't think it's as necessary. The season is too early to really know what we have from some of these guys on the PGA Tour. We see it every year. The guys who crush it on the Corn Ferry Tour just can't get it done on the PGA Tour, and guys who barely snuck in on the Corn Ferry Tour all of a sudden become studs on the, on the PGA Tour. There are some names I have listed in my rankings, but I, I'm not married to it. If I can get a, a, a proven PGA Tour grinder who plays a lot of events at the last few rounds, I'll just get those guys. So that's how I'm approaching it. Let's open up, share my screen, see if we can get a contest full. I'm going to talk through some other things too. Uh, all right. I, I should say this. Rankings are critical. So if you've not gone in and ranked your players ahead of time, you have to do that. You will screw it up if you don't. Now, here's what I've done. I've gone through here, and I, I've left a few names out that I just either don't want any exposure to. I don't buy that they're going to play enough events to, for it to be worth my while or whatever range, like Rory, I don't care. I don't want Rory. I don't, I don't know that he's going to play enough. I just don't care. If I'm sitting at the one spot, I'm taking Scheffler. If I'm sitting at the two spot, I'm taking probably Hovland. I just, I don't think Rory's going to play enough, so I don't want it. It's a sexy name, yes, but I don't want it. Um, as I scroll down, I actually think I want to add Rose here because he was one of the ones I think I just mentioned. Um, no, he wasn't actually, so I shouldn't have done it. Whatever. There, I took out Hatton because he's on live, right. I need to bring Lucas Glover in because I just saw that he uh, he plays those key events. I didn't think Lucas Glover was going to play a whole lot this year, you know, but he might play those key events. So going in here and first of all, moving over players that you would consider taking and then giving them a broad ranking, which is kind of what I'm doing here. Like I'm, I'm I will tell you, if you see these rankings and you're like, whoa, why is that guy there? I can tell you that I haven't put a ton of a ton of thought into like why Sung Jay is here. and can't lays here like i've just got them in the general area there's only 92 players that i have ranked total and as they start flying off the board this list will get shorter and shorter and it is easier for me to scroll through this list than it is this list so and i went deep into this list and and picked off the guys that i would be willing to take and the guys that i haven't if you've not done that you have to do that that is without a doubt something you have to do and make sure you save it so do that before you go over here to the drafts so now we're going to do a $10 scramble draft. We're going to do a 30 seconds per pick. Going to enter. Bang. I wonder if I've got people in the chat trying to draft with me. Oh, looks like we, uh, let's see. Do I have anybody in the chat trying to draft with me? I got 25 people in the chat. Who's drafting? I see DT. What up, DT? Thanks for hopping in here. DT's a underdog addict, best ball draft addict. I love it. My boy, Jack Calby. Nothing like a DB live stream. You know what? I mean, we're delivering a ton of content these days. You know what I mean? Live show. Thursday a bump and run show today the Danny Woodhead full uh, PGA live uh, interview is dropping in my boy JBB love that what's up man Trey how you doing oh DT's in here oh here we go my boy money money Mark Vince oh Jack you're drafting but he didn't time it right oh well okay all right so let me go to my screen here and make sure I'm paying attention so where am I I am at the sixth spot I will say I hate being at the turn. Oh, shout out my boy Luke. Luke Wharton's in here. There's DT. My boy Copley, Team DB guy. 
up oh, Justin Depp, Dupe. I don't know. I'm not sure he's in here. So we got a bunch of the Discord represented here. One, two, three, four. Nice. Very nice. Got the four of the six guys. Well, I guess me included. So uh, Keg White's the only one I don't recognize. So the Discord's representing. I might I might not be able to get much by these boys. So they're going to be stealing my picks and killing me here. I'm not. I, I can already tell you I'm not going to advance out of this out of this bucket. This is a I've just wasted ten dollars. Um, what up, Wes? How we doing? JVB got in too early. In one now. Oh man, sucks. All right. I hate being at the turn. I will say that. I, I really hate being at the turn. Uh, it is not my favorite thing. So if you look over here to the left, these are my rankings. So it's it's bringing in my rankings. That's why you don't see Rory here. Um, so this is my. These are my rankings. Oh, here's another thing I did. At the end of my ranking, where is it? At the end of my, well, wait a minute. Did I pass it? I did something at the end of my ranking. Yes. Okay. At the end of my ranking. Well, now it's going to move every damn time. Oh, sh- stop. Stop picking. All right. I'll try to show you here in a second. At the end of my ranking, I put a weird name so that I would recognize it's the end of my ranking. Here it is right here. Saddam Kalkananja. He is at the end of my ranking that I have. So like all these guys I'm ignoring. So that just helps me as I'm scrolling. So it goes Scheffler, Hovland, Rory. DT takes Rory. He's like, screw you, DB. You're an idiot. Uh, Aberg. Aberg's a, a good, you know, solid pick. We feel like the young man's going to play a ton. Xander goes off next. And this leaves me with a perfect play. I freaking love Max Homa. He's my guy every freaking week. I think he's one of the, I think he's a, I think he's the third best player maybe fourth all-around best player on the PGA Tour. So I am very happy to take Max, um, and he plays plenty. So I, I, I'm going Max here, and it's a no-brainer. Like I said, the first three rounds, I'm taking a stud for sure. So I'm going, I'm going home of there. I'm on the clock again. Now, this is, this is where it gets interesting, right? Like, Morikawa, Cantlay, way more talented. Sungjae, as we know about Sungjae, Sungjae likes to play some golf. So I'm going to lean Sungjae here because. I just want to get, I'm hoping he plays some of these obscure tournaments that are not signature events, not majors, that guys like Colin Morikawa and, and Patrick Cantlay may skip on. So, you know, it may come back to bite me, but that, that's the strategy element of this thing. So that's what I'm doing. I probably, Tom Kim is another one. Eric Cole gets, gets bumped up. His ADP goes up because of how much he plays, and Keg White just got him. A boy, Luke Wharton, went with Cantlay. So Luke's starting with Xander Cantlay, the disgusting bros. That's a popular start, and I don't hate it. I really don't. Obviously, they give you a lot of upside, a lot of points. All right, what's my boy DT going to do? Like I said, DT's done a ton of these. DT, how many have you done? How many lineups you got? Um, beta, the beta bros. Yep, Luke, that's right. All right, so DT goes Spieth. I don't mind that. Spieth's going to play uh, one of those Texas events. You know that. Then, then Morikawa, then Finau, then JT. I wanted JT. Kind of wanted JT. Um. You know, let's see, my top, I got, I got to, now I feel like I can't give away too much. <sighs> There's a guy right here that I have so much of. I looked at my, um, my ownership before this, and I didn't even realize, I mean, he was a guy I was targeting, but I didn't realize how much I had. I think I have him in like 80-something percent of my lineups. And I don't want to take him again, but I might. He's coming up. I don't think I'm going to take him again because I think I have too much, owner, too much exposure to him. but. He's right. He's right in this area. We'll see if we'll see if he goes off. Min Wu. DT takes Min Min Wu off. 
Tom Kim, great pick by Copley. Tom's going to play a lot. Really like the Tom Kim move. Uh, this is where you start to kind of go studs or you kind of reach for maybe a, a lower end stud. You, it's so tough, but I really think disregarding ADP, you, you, you kind of you look at it because then it's like, well, I could wait on this guy and he comes around back to me, but you got to get your guy. Dang it, Lou. Dang it, Lou. That was the one I wanted. Placed twice in those two Texas events. Screw you, Luke. God dang it. That was I, I was just about to pick him. Now I'm rattled. This happens. You got to be ready. God. Okay. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to start off with Denny because he plays in those two events. I'm going to play Denny. God dang it. Um, you know, I think I'm going to go Hoygaard here. I'm reaching on the Dane. I'm reaching on the Dane. Looked great at the Amex. He, he's, he's, uh, I think he, I can see him playing a lot of events. Kid's obviously a stud, Ryder Cupper. So it's a little bit of a, a reach, but I don't think he'll come back to me. That is why I hate being on the bookends, because you just have to reach. God dang it, Lou. I was going Burns-McCarthy right there, two guys who play two of those three Texas events, or the, the three events prior to the Masters. Oh, Yeah, and then Luke says, thanks for the tip. Rub it in, Luke. Rub it in. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my boy Dinger Betts is in here. You got to follow Dinger Betts on Twitter if you're not. What's up, man? Russell Henley goes off to Luke. God. The guy is a solid pick. The guy is probably going to play a lot, too. You know, you, you like the young guys with no families, no commitments. They're going to play. Like, that, that seriously gets a bump. No kids. The, the less kids you have, the less wives, mistresses, girlfriends, whatever's you have, the, you bump up a notch. You know what I mean? You do. The guy that I have so much exposure to is still in here. Um, let's see where he goes. Poston goes off next. I don't hate that. Postman loves to play. Um, God, oh, the Burns thing just rattled the hell out of me. Is that Carson Young or Cameron Young? Just kidding. It's Cameron Young. Copley goes Cam Young. My boy Justin Dupp goes uh, Ben On. I don't mind that pick at all. Love, love me some Ben On. And this is where I just wait being on the six on the turn. God, I hate being on the turn. I don't like being the first pick either. I, I really like the middle position. Fitzpatrick goes, to, so Justin goes Ben on and Fitzy. Copley's going to go Cam Young in the fourth and who in the fifth? There he is, Corey Connors. That's the guy I have 80-something percent exposure to. I was targeting him. Didn't realize I had that much. That's why if you are doing a bunch of these, you got to check your ownership stuff. Jaeger's an interesting play by DT. He's going to play a lot. I like the Harmon call. Keg, uh, Luke's going to do this again to me. I can guarantee it. He's going to do it again. Just, just do it, Luke. Like, just rip the Band-Aid off. Just do it. Although I like some plays in here. Yeah, exactly, Luke. God damn. Well, I might cancel Luke's Discord subscription here in just a second. Um, okay, I know, I know the one guy that I want in here. Um, I know the one. All right, I'm going beautiful Bo Hostler. B cup Bo is going to be mine. And then I think I'm going, I, you know, I said this guy's going to go on the big FU tour all year. I think he's going to play, he's going to get in all the signature events and the majors, but I think he's going to play more than that. And he's obviously super talented. The upside is definitely there for Keegan Bradley. 
So I'm going to go Keegan. So Bo and Keegan. All right. Now, now it's like we got to start ta- targeting some more grinders here. You know, it's uh, it's grinder time, baby, But which is kind of what's left, right? Luke Snipes, Burns, and Fleetwood for me. Mother, father. Tommy just sitting there the whole time at the top of the list. <sighs> Since I got some time, let's check the chat. Okay. Uh, oh, dear. What up, Alex? How we doing? Thanks for being in here. I was debating between Fitz. Justin says he was debating between Fitz and Keegan. All right. Well, I mean, you know, I don't hate. I don't hate either one. Copley's got a lot of Connors. Yes, Luke, that one was that one was obvious based on my recent statements that Copley is mentioning here. Um, yes, that one was obvious. Okay. All right. Let's see what's happened since here. Uh, so Keegan uh, Svensson went off. He's going to play a fair amount, I guess. Keg White gets the U.S. Open champion in the sixth round. Wyndham Clark. DT's banking on Willie Z's comeback. Sep to cool goes to Copley. Sep's going to play a lot. I like the Batia pick. Akshay's going to play a bunch, too. I feel like he's going to play a whole lot. His win last year didn't get him into hardly anything. Love to see Wu Kim play, too. Both of those are going to play a fair amount. I like that. I like that call a lot. See, the problem is when I'm talking and I'm doing this freaking show, it just, stuff gets, now I'm not prepared. Copley goes Hideki. See, Hideki was off my board. Nick Taylor, good pick. Going to play two of those, those three events, probably, that we're talking about. Fowler goes off. Hideki was one that was just not – I think I'm going to ignore him. I just don't know how much Hideki's going to play. That's what, that's what concerns me. Shink, not a bad play there. Oh, God, I love that languid Aussie Cam Davis right up here. Uh, Glover's there. Although, I mean, I don't know now that I – Luke List, we know I love him. Griffin's going to play a lot. EVR's playing nice. T- Taylor, Taylor Montgomery's playing nice. I think I'm going Cam D. I love the upside with Cam D. You guys know I love Cam D. He's my guy. And then um, I'm not as high on Ryan Fox as I was at the beginning of these drafts, just again, because we don't know how much these DP World Tour guys are going to play. I need the grinders. I could see... You know, Ben Griffin just plays a lot of golf. He makes a ton of birdies. I'm going Ben G. Going Benji. All right, so we're through. What are we through? Eight rounds. So the squad is Homa, Sungjae, McCarthy, Hoygaard, Hostler, Keegan, Davis, and Ben Griffin. Wharton takes Brendan Todd at the turn. Let's see if we got uh Wesley says I should take an EVR. Oh, Spaz is in here. What up, Spaz? Welcome. Harry English goes off to Keg White. You know what? After this, we'll do. Uh, we'll look at the Discord teams and we'll see who we like. By the way, if you're uh, if you're watching on YouTube, click the like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Drop a comment whose team you like best. That'd be awesome. If you've not joined or signed up for for Underdog, there is a link in the right below the description. You can get in there. The hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars. You can use that on, you know, ten of these drafts in this ten dollar. But you better hurry because it's filling up fast. DT goes Nick Dunlap banking on the young stud to do something. See that's. You know, when, you, when you're doing a bunch of these and you have a lot of lineups, you know, have some of these guys because if you're the only one that drafts them and they go off, like you're going to win a bunch of, bunch of your, your leagues. Aaron Rye goes off, Hadwin, Michael Kim. Kiss and Tune say, Copley, way to go. DT takes my boy Glover, who plays in uh, two of those three events historically that we were targeting. Jay Day goes off. And now Luke is on the clock. Justin Rose is the guy. All right. Um, 
Yeah, so what are we going to do here? Um, I think I'm getting near the bottom of my, my list here. There's my guy. Remember, Saddam's the bottom of my list. I think I'm going, I think I'm going, uh, Lukey boy going Luke. God, I got that in right the last minute. I'm going Luke place two of those three events. We know I love Luke. So I'm going him. And then I'm going a guy who I bet is not in a lot of drafts until recently, but I am buying the Frenchman. Mathieu Pavon done. Bang. That's the, that's the squat. That's the 10th pick. DB got Denny. Yeah, we yeah we talked about Denny at the beginning. Um, the 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 Hisatunse play was for Pat. Yes, thank you. I, I did look at Monty Spass. I did look I did look at him. So after Pavon goes Kitty Kitty, Kurt Kittyama, Lee Hodges. What's DT going to do? All right, we're going to look at these teams here in a second. See what we got. DT's on the clock. He's thinking. He's thinking. Kucher. Takes another one of the guys that I talked about plays in two of those three segment two events. Uh, I don't know if he'll be in the Masters this year. I wonder if he's playing in the Masters. But you're, you're probably going to get Kucher in at least two of those four events in segment two. Taylor Moore goes to Copley and with the final pick. Oh, there it goes. Okay. Uh, let's see. The scramble two. What is this? Um, yeah, here's my pick. Okay, here we go. Full draft. Let's take a look at the squad here. Is, is this what I do? Can y'all see this? Let, let me see. Can y'all see this? Shit. Hold on. Um, no, y'all can't. Okay, hold on. Let me let me stop sharing and share something different here. Hold, please. Hold, please. Can you see this now? Okay, so Justin, Discord member, goes Scotty, Finau, Justin Thomas, Benon, Fitzpatrick, all studs, really, those first five rounds. Akshay, going to play a lot. Siwoo, I think, is going to play a fair amount. Hadwin, Michael Kim's going to play a ton. And Norn, I, I do like Norn as a grinder that's going to play a lot. Our boy Copley, Team DB guy, of course, goes Hovland, Morikawa, Tom Kim, like that. Not a big Cameron Young fan, but I get it. Uh, huge Corey Connors fan for me. I love that pick. Sep's going to play a fair amount. Hideki, yeah, Hideki's the one I just, I just don't, I haven't been targeting Hideki. Just don't know how much he's going to play. Rye plays a lot. I think that's a good one. Uh, shout out to Pat for, yes, it's you don't say. And Taylor Moore is going to play a bunch. It'd be interesting to see Taylor Moore get back on the saddle and uh, start hitting the ball well again. DT, the, under, the, the underdog best ball veteran, starts off Rory, Spieth, Min Woo's buying that Min Woo hype, letting them cook. Not sure we've seen it yet. JT Poston. Jaeger's going to play a bunch and playing well. Willie Z. Obviously buying a lot of upside there at the sixth round. Nick Taylor plays a bunch. I like that. The Nick Dunlap pick is the major separator. I mean, how many drafts is Nick Dunlap going to end up being in? Lucas Glover, a guy I mentioned, and Matt Kuchar, who are two guys I mentioned typically play in two of those four uh, or three events prior to the Masters in segment two. So there's DT. Luke Wharton. Lukey boy. Goes Xander Cantlay, disgusting bro, snipes me on the Burns play. The Henley play snipes me on the Fleetwood call. Spinny plays a lot. Shink plays a lot. Todd plays a lot. This might be my favorite lineup. Kitty Yama, 
Um, this might be my favorite one so far. I think Luke is my favorite one so far. And then I went Homa, Sungjae, Denny, Hoygaard, Postler, Keegan, Cam Davis, Ben Griffin, Luke List, Pavon. I think the I think the I'm trying to think of any picks. I I don't really regret any of these picks. Like I, I like these picks. I think Pavon's going to give me uh, some leverage on the field for sure. So, uh, and I think Hoygaard's a steal given his talent. All right. That's that. Any comments in the chat on these teams? What do we got? Let's see. Um, Spaz, what's the best top tier combo? Birdie makers with major upside, since you need lots of scoring and the segments end on the majors. Probably. That's probably right. Spaz is, is probably probably good there. Um, yep, Lukey got in. Yeah, Spaz also agrees. Oh, no, no. Spaz thinks Copley wins. Spaz thinks Copley has the best lineup. All right. Copley says, thank you, Spaz. There we go. Good times, boys. This was fun. Sign up for Underdog if you haven't already. Major screens on Underdog. Be green. See ya.